Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, may I have your attention, please? Are you ready to engage in a mind-blowing experience and hear talks about life, technology, entertainment, and business? The next episode of Hip to Talks starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Hi everyone, Zoltan here from Hipter Talks. We're back again this week. Today, uh, we are still uh, in the uh, blockchain sphere. Uh, and now, today, we are talking with uh, Joy Guo, uh, an entrepreneur and COO at uh, CC Technology, soon to become a CC Token. Uh, right, Joy? It's the other way around. Oh, it's the uh, other CC way around. CC Tokens, soon to become CC Technology. That's All okay. Right. So, <laughs> So to our listeners, see, see, this is a, uh, this is how our podcasts are being recorded. We are genuine, we're authentic, and we do make mistakes. So, Joy, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, I would just like to ask you to say a few words about yourself and your career. Yeah, sure. Um, hi, everyone. Thank you for having me today. Um, as Zotan just mentioned, I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Carbon Credit Technology. Um, so my day-to-day responsibility includes business development, partnerships, and other operational functions. So uh, before joining Carbon Technology, oh, so, sorry, sorry, Carbon Credit Technology, uh, I work in venture capital for around four years, which focused on early stage investing. So I started my career with Citigroup in New York, working with fixed income derivatives. So I'm a big fan of blockchain technology for years, and I'm also environmentally conscious. So I'm really excited to be working on a project that's aligned with my personal passions. All right. Well, that's awesome. Uh, could you say maybe a few words uh, about uh, CC technology? Yeah, absolutely. So um, CC technology is a Web3 climate project with the mission of bringing the world's most significant carbon credit market on chain. So our first token, CCT, is um, a cryptocurrency backed by the world's largest carbon market, European Carbon Allowance. So um, just gave you um, an idea how big the market is. Um, oh. Last year, the turnover is 760 billion euro. Um, how we create token is um, based on a mechanism. Each CCT is fully backed represents one kilogram of carbon emission. So through trading and holding CCTs, you get to influence how some of the world's largest polluters do businesses. While we continue to push adoption of our first token CCT, we're also busy developing our second token, which will be a stable coin backed by verified voluntary carbon credits. So with the launch of our second token, we will provide exposures to both compliance market and also voluntary carbon market. Okay, so you guys heard it here first, so be on the lookout. So, CC uh, Technology is on the mission to revolutionize climate action by providing unique access to the world's largest carbon market throughout blockchain technology. This is what uh, Joy have already told us. And uh, Joy, could you... Tell us how you guys came up with this idea and maybe teach our audience, because we like to teach our audience in each episode, about how the carbon market actually works, uh, especially 
you can maybe add about how this works in on, on blockchain technology as well. Absolutely. Um, the idea comes from our founder and CEO Z. So he fly very often for work. He also like, likes to travel. So he started to research the ways for him to offset his own carbon footprint. And he soon realized how difficult it is for individuals to access the market, especially um, the European carbon allowance market. So that's one, he wanted to build a simple product that allows everyone to gain access to um, the European carbon allowance market and you know, the rest of carbon market in general. So that's the start of our project. In terms of carbon market, happy to give you a primer on um, the carbon market and how it works. Um, as mentioned previously, there are two types of carbon markets. So one is compliance market, the other is a voluntary carbon market. So compliance markets um, is used by regulated entities, for example, you know, heavy polluters such as power stations or refineries um, to obtain or transfer emission allowance. So it's basically a permission to pollute. Um, the voluntary market run by the private sectors and encompass all types of activity fall out of the regulator, regulated carbon reduction scheme. So, and it mainly involves nature-based projects such as um, reforestation. So in terms of market size, um, compliance market represents 90%, 90% of the total market size. But in the meanwhile, uh, voluntary market is growing very rapidly. Okay. And, and what about uh, having this on blockchain? Yeah, absolutely. So what blockchain can do, it can bring transparency, enhance liquidity of the carbon market. So I think one of the key use cases of blockchain is data transparency. So the existing carbon market is very opaque. It is difficult for landowners and farmers to find buyers for the carbon credit it generated and vice versa is difficult for corporate buyers to locate high quality carbon offsetting projects. But if we load all the project data on chain, so everyone can see it, can track it, and it's mutable. So the enhanced transparency will make the high quality carbon credit projects more visible. It also enhances confidence of the corporate buyers. So with enhanced data transparency, it comes increased liquidity, which means better access for everyone. So that is one way blockchain can enhance access. The other way blockchain can broaden access is by creating tokens on the basis of real-world carbon credits. So such as what we are doing. So CCT is backed by a real-world European carbon allowance because you have to trade in bulk in you know, TradFi market by tokenized, by uh, bringing this on-chain. We enable everyone to gain access to the market. All right. So yeah, this... this uh led me to my next question, which you already answered about how can blockchain open access to carbon mark markets, which, uh, yeah, it, it certainly brings a new uh, era and a new aspect to it. So your project is uh, democratizing access to regulated carbon credit market and is the first to be uh, collateralized by the European Union allowance, as you mentioned. So could you tell us more about what this actually means and maybe say a few words about the European uh, Union allowance, the 
in short, EUA? Uh, EU ETS, short for European Union Emission Trading System, okay. is the first and also the largest compliance market in the world. And European Carbon Allowance, EUA, is what has been traded on the market. Okay. So um, the EU ETS adopts a cap and trade model, which means each year the EUA supply is capped and it's decreasing annually. So what it means, it creates an upward pressure on the price. As the price of EUA goes up, it becomes more expensive to pollute. So it in turn incentivizes heavy polluters to find greener alternatives. Okay, got it. Yeah. So yeah, I, when when I was uh, researching uh, the subject uh, when writing up the questions for our our podcast, I found that not all countries face the same level of responsibility regarding the climate crisis, and the EU has a goal of achieving climate neutrality in in the in the EU region by two thousand fifteen. Uh, 50, sorry, uh, and uh, a 55% reduction in greenhouse gas emission by 2030. So uh, I know that our audience uh, is always learning something new. And I have found that uh, maybe not everyone is informed about this, but the EU is among the least contributors of air pollution. Uh, and I also have to add that it has been very stable when we account the world fossil carbon dioxide emissions as well. So why such goals? And why aren't these actions more popular among the top five polluters in the world? Yeah, so first of all, I'm not sure I agree. EU is among the least contributors to the air pollution. Yeah, it's, so, it's at least out of the top 10. Uh, only Germany accounts in the top five. Okay, because according to different reports I read, so at least uh, Morgan Stanley Global Carbon primary report published February this year, so European still uh, ranks top three in absolute terms. All right, so, so there are most probably different types of, because it, well, the one I read was that it accounts for 7% of the total pollution. Yeah. yeah, so that is close to what I have. So EU accounts for 8%, according to my okay. data source. Um, China accounts for 28%, US accounts for 15% in absolute terms. Okay. Uh, but then um, there is a difference between carbon emission by consumption and carbon emission by production. Okay. For example, so Asia as a region produced the most carbon emission. However, you know, a large portion of territorial emissions from Asia are related to producing goods which later exported to other countries. Okay. So I think um, depends on how you see the data, it tells a different story. Okay, yeah. So that, 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 that's one of the reasons that we are talking today, because this is the, the way to find out things and learn about uh, how to actually calculate this. So uh, CCT uh, has joined the World Economics Forum uh, Crypto Sustainability Coalition, right? Yes. Uh, congratulations for that. I, I think this is a, a huge achievement. And uh, could you tell us more about this program, the Crypto Sustainability Coalition, and its ob objectives, maybe? Sure. Thank you. Um, we joined um, the World Economic Forum Crypto Sustainability Coalition in July this year to work alongside thought leaders in sustainability 
and also other developers in Web3 space working on climate tech. Um, specifically, we are part of the Carbon Credit Working Group. So our work will focus on specific use cases of blockchain along the carbon value chain, uh, something we just talked about. And also we looking to create a framework will guide existing and future carbon on-chain activities. Really looking forward to that. All right, so that sounds very exciting. I I, I know that you're excited about it, right? <laughs> yeah, we um having the first meetings in September. Um, yeah, look forward to that. All right, so yeah, there's also uh, news around the world because yeah, that, that's how things go. That uh, there's a certain link between uh, electricity consumption and carbon emission. And uh, could you tell us what is the link between the electricity consumption and carbon emission, maybe? Approximately 40% of global carbon dioxide emissions are emitted from electricity generation through the combustion of fossil fuels to generate heat needed to power steam turbines. So burning these fuels results in carbon dioxide, which, as everyone knows, mainly responsible for global warming. That's the that's the link and there is a concerted effort globally to move away from fossil fuel to cleaner yeah. alternatives such as you know wind water nuclear yeah all right so yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the main point of it so also going back to blockchain and we, when we're talking about blockchain we we can't avoid bitcoin because usually when people hear about blockchain that's the first thing that comes in mind although it's not just bitcoin uh, so is Bitcoin mining an environmental disaster? Because I've seen this question online and there wasn't a clear answer or there was some, but nobody said it. So maybe maybe you can answer this question. I, In my opinion, it is an eye-grabbing one-liner that tells you very little. Uh, it all depends how you frame it. Okay. So... There is an article published on Nasdaq website, which I recommend everyone to read. Uh, it compares Bitcoin energy consumption to its TradFi equivalent, such as gold mining and the banking industry. So by a rough calculation, Bitcoin generates around half of uh, what the gold mining industry generates in terms of uh, carbon emission, uh, around one-fifth of the banking industry generates in terms of carbon emission. So I think data is really relative. Okay, so I, I think miners have been moving away to renewable energy sources? Yeah, so blockchain is a decentralized technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means um, the miners are free to choose the cheapest energy source globally, anywhere in the world, and which increasingly to become renewable. What is news earlier is El Salvador is using volcano power to mine Bitcoin. So that is one great example. <laughs> volcano power. Wow. <laughs> so basically, uh, Bitcoin Bitcoin mining can, can incentivize the deployment of more renewable power generation, right? Absolutely, in my opinion, yeah. yeah because these guys are looking for power and energy and they need to find a, a good source. All right, so... What are the upcoming announcements that uh, we should be looking out for? And what is your forecast uh, in regards to 2023? CCT will soon be listed on more exchanges. 
So keep an eye on what is key announcement. We are also working with partnerships with real world businesses. So um, please stay tuned on that as well. Um, in terms of 2023, uh, I don't want to disclose too much. So the best way to stay in touch with us is follow us on Twitter at cctokenhq. And while you are there, please subscribe to our newsletter as well. All right. So these are some great parting words. And uh, thanks. <laughs> thank you for this. Thank you for your time first. And uh, yeah, we did not consume that much energy with this podcast, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. That's in line with our value. Yes, exactly. So thank you so much, Joy, for tuning, uh, for joining us and uh, to our audience for tuning in. Uh, if you want to say uh, goodbye to our friends who are listening to this podcast, you are more than welcome. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here, Zotan, and I uh, hope to speak to you again soon. Bye. Yeah. Okay, so thank you guys. Thank you for joining. See you all soon. Thank you for joining. Be sure to check back next week for the next Hip to Talks and subscribe on Amazon Music, Overcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Pandora.